Welcome to part two. Many of the interruptions we deal with as online entrepreneurs can be eliminated with a little focus and determination. Now, one way to gain better control is to use a log to record each instance of interruptions. And to do this, you want to record the information into six columns. And you can either record this on paper, you can just take a pad of uh, paper and draw six columns on it with a ruler, or you could do what I've done here and use a spreadsheet. And the first one you want to do is to record the date, and you want to record the date of the interruption. Keep a log of this just as you would a client and customer interactions or any other type of communication that you would deem important. And this is going to help you when you refer back to it for more information. You want to record the time. Now, many times your days are busier than others, just as certain times of the day are busier than others. And it may not be feasible for you to take certain calls or deal with certain interruptions at certain times of the day, as opposed to other times of the day. So record the time that you take the interruption phone call or somebody stops by if you're not home alone. And notice any developing patterns, any systems, and so on. You may also want to record the time in any digital products that you may have, which will make it easier for future referencing and notating. And pay particular attention to patterns developing during a set time of the day, week, and so on. Then you want to record who's calling you. Now, if it's another call from grandma, log it. If it's another call from the telephone marketers, notate that as well. Know and log who's calling you and interrupting your work day. Are there any repeat offenders? You may want to take note of this and adjust your schedule accordingly in order to avoid them. You also want to record what the interruption was about. If it's business related at all or is it just plain idle talk? And this can usually be where the bulk of the time wasters are found. You know, during business hours it's time to discuss business and that's all. Work-at-home entrepreneurs are often the unfortunate victims of people assuming that they're not working because they're at home. And interruption calls will sometimes be silly calls like recipe requests or calls to vent or just idle gossip. So know and record what the conversation was about. Then you want to record the length of the call. You know, how long are the calls lasting or the interruptions lasting? A few minutes here and there may not hurt, but it can add up quickly, so be firm and gentle when you're trying to end your interruption phone calls that are fruitless for your business. And finally, there's a rating. So rate the phone call or the interruption on the previous six factors, along with a grading scale similar to this. So A is crucial, B is important, C is a little value, and D is of no value. And plan to record this information for about a week to get an accurate measure of what's really happening. And you know, if it was worth your while, rate either high or low based on your preferences. And this will help you to better determine where your time goes and how it's being utilized. And with the sort of examples I've put in here, you've got a call from this guy called Fred. He's talking about golf. Well, that's not really of any interest to your business unless, of course, you're going to be playing golf with clients. So you want to rate that D. So you've got a call from grandma here. Um, interruptions when the kids come home from school and they want to talk to you about your day or their day. Um, 
really, I'm not saying that spending time with your kids isn't important, but it's not crucial to your business, so that should be rated D. And seeing as they come home from school at the same sort of time every day, you might want to plan your day so that you're free and you're not going to be doing something that's um, going to be a problem if it's interrupted around the sort of time when your kids come home from school. Again, something else that happens when you're at home all the time, your spouse may want you to uh, do little jobs around the house. And this can really, really eat into your day. So you have to be firm and sort of make sure that you keep office hours uh, and to ask your spouse to keep little jobs for when you're not supposed to be at work. After you've accumulated this data for a week, Go back and tally up all the A's, all the B's, all the C's and all the D's to see where you need to adjust things. Most people discover that more than 50% of their interruptions were C's and D's and were things that were not really worth the time that was spent on. After this, analyse each C and D interruption and determine how they could have been avoided and take proactive steps to ensure that it's not going to repeat itself in the future. And do this especially for the repetitive interruptions. Many times people will come to you for information that they could have located themselves. To remedy this, show this person how to find the information themselves or they will continue to interrupt you to get it. And it's easier for them this way but harder for you and your available time. So teach them how to get what they need on their own. You want to make sure that you get the most from your day as an entrepreneur. You know, your life as an entrepreneur, no doubt, is going to be a busy one and you need to avoid distractions and conflicts as much as possible to have a good, productive and successful day. And here are a few things that you can do to make sure that that happens. And the first thing is to goal set at the beginning of each day and start by performing a life assessment to get clear on your top priorities for each day, each week and each month. And setting goals will place you on the right track towards that end. And if you do it daily, you'll be better able to grasp the process and find what works best. There is a clear, definitive line of focus to divert your energy and help you make decisions more quickly if an event arises that's not a life priority. And you can more easily decide how or whether to focus on it right now. And you also need to learn how to do much with little time. You can benefit from doing as much as possible in as little time as possible by using the 80-20 rule to your advantage. Now, for the uninitiated, I better explain the 80-20 principle states that 80% of an individual's success comes from 20% of their efforts. As a small business owner, you want to figure out where your most profitable 20% is and spend the majority of your time in those activities. For some entrepreneurs, the most profitable activities come from working with current clients, marketing to find new clients, creating more multiple streams of income, or sparking creativity in their day. So find out what yours is and then concentrate on that. And don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, such a simple request, but it can be so hard for entrepreneurs. And if you're a person who feels that you need to do everything yourself, this will undoubtedly make you feel a bit uncomfortable. However, when you ask for help or when you delegate work, as we discussed earlier, you may actually find that your day will go smoother and the work will be more productive. And when you ask for help, you may find that you're actually able to produce much more in less time and feel more accomplished in the long run. You know, it's wonderful to feel like your projects are being completed without having to follow up on each and every detail. 
And you also want to automate, you know, take full advantage of and use technology as much as possible in your business. And this will help you tremendously in making full use of your limited time as an entrepreneur. For instance, if email access is available for your cell phone, get it and utilize it as much as possible. And this will streamline your communication processes and it's going to make your time work for you instead of being wasted. So you can answer emails in the car, when you're on the train, at your child's practice, or wherever and whenever you have spare moments. And automation is a great way to multiply your efforts and maximize your results. You set up the process once and it works from there, the same way, the same time, saving you untold hours of wasted waiting. And Another thing to do is to simplify it. Very simply, make things as simple as possible. And this means streamlining processes and making things work easier. For instance, if you take credit cards in your business, make that more available than having to deal with checks that have to be carried to the bank, cashed and or deposited. You know, if there are steps to process that can be eliminated, then do that and watch your productivity swoon. The more you simplify, the easier it's going to be for your business to run. Things and processes run smoother with fewer steps and, of course, with fewer steps, it decreases the possibilities of errors. You know, simplification is a great tool for finding more time. And you want to consolidate. Now, consolidation simply means putting several things together to achieve one goal. Consolidating some efforts in your business helps it to run more smoothly and efficiently. You know, where are places in your business that you could consolidate your efforts and get more return on your investment? You know, think about it. And you want to leverage. Now, this concept of leveraging refers to obtaining and using multiple resources of things out of materials you've already created. Now, although it can take a certain amount of skill and creativity to do this well, in the long run it can pay off double times in value. And once you get into the habit of leveraging, you can significantly multiply your returns from a one-time investment of your effort. In creating new materials for your business, continually ask yourself, how can I use this again? Leveraging your time can also be a creative venture to help you maximize the time that you have in the span of a day. Make good use of your time and use some of these creative examples. And the first one is exercise. You know, exercise makes you fit, healthier, and feel good in general. But you can also use this time to be alone with your thoughts and release valuable enzymes into your bloodstream. And this is a highly leveraged activity and one that can be practiced and enjoyed every day. Next one is hobbies, and hobbies give you an opportunity to learn, and they help keep your mind and body active, focused, and busy with other resources. And they also help take your attention away from the daily grind and help you practice in focusing on a single task. You should also develop new skills or learn a new craft every so often. You know, perhaps this skill can be in some way related to your hobby, or it can be work-related. Developing new skills um, it keeps you learning and it keeps your mind active and it also allows you to learn other things faster and with better retention potential. Next is reading and whether that reading is just for learning or it's for pleasure, read something and position yourself for better results in your business. 
you know, reading will provide opportunities to learn and see things in a new light and it keeps your mind active it gives you new ideas and information to use when solving problems and it also gives your mind time to relax while you're otherwise engaged and there's thinking and writing now taking the time to think about your values beliefs and challenges that you face you know the events of your day or just to think in general gives you the space you need to spark creativity so take time to reflect on your behavior your results your challenges take time to think so that you can go through your day in a more proactive thought-filled way now, write it down as a journal or as a recording to help you keep on track towards your goals and finally there's quality time quality time spent with family or friends take the time to learn about them about their day about their accomplishments and about their setbacks show your caring ways through your actions using this time to be unselfish and getting into the lives of others that you care about and these suggestions will catapult you forward helping you think clearer plan better learn more create energy and of course it's going to generate a greater focus and keep focused on the vision that you have for your business stay connected to the goals and the bigger picture that you have when you do this you'll find yourself more instantly inspired and sparked by quickening creativity when this happens you can accomplish great things in less time it's ultimately worthwhile to spend each day being inspired by your vision and this will help you save time to better assess where you want to be ask yourself where is my business going to be in five years what steps will I need to take to get it there? Is the marketing that I'm currently doing working? What are some things that I can do right now to make it better? Something else you want to practice is what I call chunking. Now, this strategy refers to completing similar types of work all at the same time, and you can implement this into your business in several ways. First of all, you can make a running list of calls to return. You set aside a block of time dedicated to accomplishing this. Working in time chunks also helps you to better focus and concentrate as you're working in one process and um, one system of thought rather than trying to do too many things at once. Now, using the phone example, once you've started making phone calls, you begin to develop a momentum and a phone script, and of course, that makes you more successful something else that you can do is pay all the bills for your business at one time even if they're not due yet and this keeps you from having to deal with them or think about them later you know sitting down and taking care of all your business expenses whether it's once a month or once every two weeks helps you to better focus on other areas of your business when you take care of little details all at the same time it frees your mind up from being concerned or worried about having to do it all later this is a wonderful idea for events that repeat themselves on a frequent basis but that also need your complete attention to detail you know things like bill paying client check-ins and that sort of thing and something else you can do is all your writing at the same time so things like articles if you write them all at the same time instead of spreading them out uh, you're going to focus your concentration much better and if you write or you have written everything that's related to each other in one episode or one sitting and this is going to save you from having to think about it or deal with it when you're concentrating on other goals now other areas where you can do this are things like 
writing press releases for new services from your business. You know, write them all at the same time, even if you're not going to introduce them all right away, but sort of keep it written on file so you can just simply send it out uh, right away. Uh, writing thank you letters to clients for their new business or communicating with marketing contacts via email to establish a relationship with decision makers. If you do that all at one time, your mind's going to be focused on that particular task and you're not going to be distracted by other things. And finally, there's analysis. You want to keep track of what's working really well in your business, assess what you're proud of, think about what needs work, what needs tweaking, and even what's working just fine. Because analyzing your business and its progression over time will often point out places where you can simplify, consolidate, or change in order to save more time and work more easily. Okay, let's talk a bit about how you can maximize the hours in your day. And the first step to maximizing the hours in your day is to maintain a balance. Having a good healthy dose of balance in your work life is absolutely essential for success. Without complete balance, you run the risk of one or more facets of your business failing. Now, earlier we looked at the seven vital areas in an individual's life. There's health, family, financial, intellectual, social, professional, spiritual. Now, finding balance in each of these areas will help tremendously in managing your time as they keep you fulfilled and committed. Although you're not going to give equal amounts of time in each area or time every day in each area, it's important to establish some sort of system of attention given to each area. Eventually, if you spend sufficient quantity and quality of time in each area, then your life will be balanced. But if you ignore any one of those areas, your life's going to get out of balance and it could potentially sabotage your success. Another thing to do is to write everything down, and this means writing down goals, writing down to-do lists, aspirations, marketing lists, clients' phone numbers, and so on. And writing it down is absolutely an entrepreneur's best line of defense towards organization and complete time management. If it can be seen, it can be done. And you know, don't forget, your pencil probably has a much better memory than you do. Details are very important and are best utilized if they're written down and reviewed often. If it's to be managed, it must first be written. Writing all things down helps you to more easily remember all that you need to accomplish. You want to keep a work log as well. You know, a daily work log helps significantly in time management. And take time each night to take control of next day's events and plan them as much as possible. You know, plan your work each day with this in mind. Write down a to-do list with all of the have-tos and then all of your want-tos for the next day. Without a daily plan, you can easily get distracted and waste your precious work time on issues that are of no consequence and you want to prioritize. In a work-at-home entrepreneur's life, their to-do list has crucial and non-crucial items on it. Despite the fact that most people want to be productive, knowing when to decide between crucial and not crucial items can be the difference in a productive or a non-productive day. And you want to prioritize your to-do list each night by placing the most significant items at the top of your to-do list. And of course, if you do your to-do list on your word processor, you can simply copy and paste it so that the 
really important stuff is right at the top of the list and then the stuff that you'd like to do if you have the time can be at the bottom of the list and then you can simply print it out and you've got a printed record and then you want to tackle the items on your list in order of their importance although you may not get everything done on your list you'll likely get the most important things done and this is working smarter not harder and it's getting more done in less time and you want to control our old friend procrastination the most effective planning in the world is not a substitute for doing what needs to be done procrastinating and putting important things off because we don't want to or don't see the immediate urgency in doing it does nothing but prolong the inevitable it has to be done so start something you've been putting off create in your mind enough negative reasons for not doing it or enough rewarding reasons for doing it essentially you're going to take a procrastinated item and turn it into a game working with one thing in front of you at a time so other things don't distract you you break it down into little bite-sized manageable pieces get it started take the first step and you'll likely continue until you get it completed and you want to manage meeting time a meeting is when two or more people get together to exchange common information. With online entrepreneurs this can be via email, via a web conference, via Skype or on the telephone. And although it can be simple it can also be one of the biggest time wasters for the work at home person. Meeting times must be managed effectively in order to be effective. Before a meeting ask yourself is it necessary and am I necessary? Now if the answers to either of those are no then consider either not having the meeting or excusing yourself from attending. If you have to attend prepare a written agenda for the meeting with times assigned for each item along with a starting time and an ending time. Circulate the written agenda amongst those who will be attending and let people know in advance what's to be discussed. In time management, it's ultimately up to you as an entrepreneur to make the most of your time and maximize it for optimal results. There's very little time in the course of a day, so it's advantageous to find what works, work it diligently, tweak it when necessary, and continue to evolve the business in a positive direction. The work-at-home entrepreneur can enjoy success when he or she implements these strategies and applies them towards their own business model. Mimic the tips given here but tailor them to your own niche industry and customize them to your own business's personality. Find what works and work it tirelessly as you meet and achieve your goals towards success in your online business. And I wish you all the very best success.